0: Well, hello and welcome to episode 4 of the DC United Kingdom podcast, and this episode is set to be a cracker. What have we got lined up for you today? So, we've got reviews of the previous match against RSL, and we know how that went down. We've got the preview of the coming up match uh, against Orlando Soccer City, and what else we got? Well, I think we've got a, a guest for the first time on the podcast, so... Welcome on to that and I'll introduce you to my first ever guest on this podcast. So, let's get right to it. So I've got a little bit of news to start the uh, podcast off with. Um, as of the next couple of weeks, um well next week in fact, I am actually going on holiday. So it it's going to be tricky to get a couple of podcasts recorded whilst I'm on a, on holiday, as you could probably imagine. Um, I'm not really going to have access to my microphone. Um, I would have access to my computer to edit if I needed to, so if I get a chance to, yes, I will record some stuff, and hopefully I'll get something out there. Um, But, this holiday, it's going to be in the States. Yeah, I'm coming over across the pond. Um, And you know what that means. I'll also be in D.C., and yes, I am attending a game. That game is going to be against the Montreal Impact on the 9th of April. Um, So I will be there, I will be attending a tailgate event, Uh, so I'm going to give a shout out to the Screaming Eagles, uh, because that's where I will be. So, if you're going to be at the game, you're going to be there on the 9th of April, not only is that my birthday, um, come up and say hello, Uh, drop me a DM on Twitter if if you're going to be there, and I'll come and say hello and we'll have a little uh, catch up. Um, So yeah, so that's me over the next couple of weeks there, Uh, I will be in the States. I cannot wait, it's, ah, oh, after the last time last August I was there, I'm so looking forward to it. And I've not actually had a holiday since then, so that's seven months. I really, really need it. Um, So yeah, uh, if we want to go back to soccer anyway, um, that has been a bit of a break since the last DC match, hasn't it? A uh, couple of weeks, we've had some internationals, um, but there has been some MLS games last week. um, And I just want to talk about England. Um, because well, that's where I'm from, and and I just want to just quickly go over what what's happened with the England football team, uh, soccer team, whatever you want to call it, and it's been really good, surprisingly good. We had a great World Cup last year, and we had the Nations League. So for for you Americans who don't know what the Nations League's about, the Nation League is about, the Nations League is. Kind of a new competition to kind of eradicate the international friendly, where a lot of the time you, the head coach would pick a squad, you'd have a team in the first half, completely change over the second half. You wouldn't really, it, it was a bit pointless really, because you wouldn't see anything, you wouldn't get anything out of it. So the Nations League is actually competitive and it's designed to help with the Euro competition and actually nation rankings and getting teams to play against other teams that are on a level playing field. So you're not going to get the likes of the Faroe Islands, Kosovo, who were just getting absolutely battered week in, week out. Well, not week in, week out. International break in, international break out. Um, but they're just getting absolutely beaten, like 7 8-0 all the time. What this is designed to do is actually get them playing against against each other and the likes of Gibraltar, San Marino, they'll all be playing against each other and they'll actually start winning games. And we know what happens when you win games, you get that confidence. What happens when you get confidence? You get better. And that will hopefully bring on those teams on. And there is promotion and relegation. Something that you Americans might not know about. Um But yeah, it's uh it's rather cool. Um it's a bit being a bit odd to start off with because there's only been like you either have three or four teams in the group. And, yeah, it's just, it is strange, but, you know, I'm not going to complain. England are in the finals. Hey, <laughs> uh, We've got Netherlands in the semi-final, in um, portugal in June and July. And I genuinely think we've got a strong chance to win it. Um, back to the international break that's just happened, though. We've had two games um, against Czech Republic and Montenegro. We did rather well. We scored many goals. Um, and I think that's down to the fact that we now have a great young squad where Gareth Southgate, He managed them when they were at, in the under 21s. And now we're starting to see that fruits. We've seen the fruits of that labour. We've seen the consistency coming through. And you've got the likes of Hudson Haddai and Jaden Sancho who have looked absolutely amazing, can't I say? Um, Hudson Haddai needs to be starting for Chelsea or he needs to leave. Otherwise, it's it's just wasted talent. Sancho, he needs to stay at uh, Dortmund, I reckon, because if he signs for Man night, as the rumours have been circulating around for 100 mil million pounds, that is, um, he'll get wasted. Because you've got you've got Rashford there, you've you've got Lingard, you've got Lukaku, you've got you've got lots of talent there, on, and he just wouldn't fit in. He wouldn't get the proper game time, and he is destroying the uh, Bundesliga. So Southgate and England, it's it's actually good. It's nice to be able to get behind them. We've not had that for such a long time. And long may that continue. Um back to DC anyway. And just a quick overview of the RSL game. Um unfortunately I wasn't well enough to actually watch it live. Um yeah, I just suddenly came came over all ill on that evening. So Early bed for me. Um, and I caught the extended highlights next day. And wow. What a game. Um, I know this is all news now in, in football and soccer world. I really need to start saying soccer on this podcast more consistent. I do apologize. It's my English ways. Um, but yeah, and that was great. Rooney Hattrick. Yeah. I just want to say that, that horror, L. that was amazing. He just literally pressing so high and managed to win that ball back and that lovely through ball for Rooney to dink it over Armando. Oh, I felt sorry for Armando. DC legend. Just showing his age. Um, yeah, uh, Titi Rodriguez's goal. You need to watch it if you've not seen it. Get on the MLS app or get on YouTube because it's on there. Um, check out my Twitter feed. I think I linked it on there as well. Um, that was just something else. So get on that, watch it, and let me know your thoughts. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail about the RSL match, though. Because my me and my guest later on, we're going to be talking about that. Um, and also, we're going to be talking about the uh, upcoming game. I just want to give you some quick thoughts before we um, get on to my guest um, about the Orlando game. And this is going to be a tricky one because I genuinely feel like you don't know which team is going to turn up when you play in Orlando. Are you going to get the shaky defence team or are you going to get the team that somehow goes on the road and beats New York Red Bulls? I mean, who doesn't like beating New York Red Bulls? Uh, But that was weird. And... Sasha Kleschen's goal? You know. I won't say any more on that one. Um, but yeah, um, I've been speaking about the Orlando game on my Twitter feed recently. And you might have seen some comments on there. Um, my feelings on that is, if we can keep the crowd quiet, because they're going to be on high after the last weekend's vi- uh, victory, is that if we can keep them quiet, that will put all the pressure on them. And if we can sneak a goal in, I reckon, in the first 20 minutes, we'll be absolutely laughing. However, if we don't get that early goal, and it gets to like the 35th minute, 40 minutes, and we still haven't scored, it's going to be a tricky game, I reckon, because they will have the momentum, I reckon. So if we can get that early goal, I reckon we'll be absolutely fine. Um, that's all I'm going to go through for right now, because I want to talk in more detail with my guest. So, without further ado, let's find out who this guest is. So today, I've got my guest with me today. Um, His name is David. Can you introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, um, David uh, Shams. I'm living in Washington, D.C. I grew up in uh, Kentucky, about an hour south of of Louisville, um, or as other people would call it, Louisville. Um, We seem to not be able to pronounce things correctly in Kentucky, so uh, (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is. Um, you know, well, it's like, it's like, a Lester, right. In, in, and, yeah. in Le- um, it's not spelled Leicester. So, but you know, things drop off, things drop in it's just, it is what it is. So, yeah, um, <laughs> um, I've been in DC for eight years, um, Oops. uh, played a little bit of college soccer, uh, back in the early two thousands, oh, coached geez. a lot. Um, I've always kind of followed the game as closely as I could depending on where I am in Kentucky, it was much more difficult than than in in DC just for the nature of um, there's not as much interest. So um, cable packages don't have um, the channels necessary to kind of watch the games. Um, And then uh, yeah, I've been here, like I said, eight years. Um, Clearly I can follow the game a little bit more. It it took me, uh, until, like, 2014 to, like, go out to D.C. United Games regularly. Oh, okay. Um, and it wasn't that I didn't want to go, just time. And when you first move to a new city, you're getting acclimated. You're, yeah. you know, DC's a really expensive place. So I was yeah, working so just- two or three jobs. So <laughs> um, and so that, that kind of prevented me from being able to go to games. Uh, and then I think it's starting in 2015, I got season tickets, and then I've just been going – to every home game and trying to follow, follow them as much as possible. Um, and you know, so become a fan in in that way. Um, I did have a friend who played for the team in like 2009, 2010, 2011, maybe. Yeah. Um, who was that Boise Kumalo? He's a South African guy. Okay. Um, Yeah. I, I played against him in high school. Uh, kind of like he, he was in, um, he went to the Catholic high school in my hometown. Yeah. So he and his uh, uh, South African buddies came over to the U S for a tournament. They ended up long story short, getting adopted by a family in my hometown. Uh, and, and so they uh, ended up playing at the Catholic high school and, and I played against them. And it really was just us watching how good they were. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> so, I'm being honest. Uh, so, I mean, like, Still, hands down, he's one of the best players I've ever been on a field with, yeah. uh, and one of the better players I've seen like live. Just his like ability to to, to break down a game or see things that were um, happening before they would happen, uh, and I think that kind of hindered his like being able to play in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, if that makes sense, like the, the people weren't on his level enough, <laughs> um, so he would like do, yeah, he would make passes and people would just be like why do you make that pass and then you go back and you watch the replay and you're like oh he saw that play like two three plays in advance and people were so far behind that it made him look bad so uh, yeah um yeah i don't like (laughs) yeah what what about yourself how did you become a, a dc united fan were you in dc or you just kind of followed from from the uk
0: yeah so for me i kind of got say uh exposure to DC back in the late nineties of all things. Oh well, wow. okay. Um so there's a footballer um who used to play for Middlesbrough, um, who which is my uh UK team. Okay. Uh Robbie and Musto. I have uh, Robbie Musto, he's on NBC. Is yeah. It? yeah. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent Um but yeah it was Jaime Moreno. Oh
1: well, wow. I yeah. didn't realize he played for
0: Middlesbrough okay. Yeah, yeah. So he um he was on loan with us. Um and then he went to D.C. and I think we brought him back during the off season for D.C. OK. Um, and that's how kind of how I knew of them. But to be honest, I didn't really start following them until uh, Freddie Adu rolled around. OK. Um, through the classic uh, PC football management sim, uh, Football Manager.
1: Yeah. OK.
0: Yeah. And that's it's kind of followed in since then. Um, yeah. I actually managed to get to see my first DC match last uh, last year in August. Okay. Um, unfortunately, it was a defeat against the uh, oh. Union match against, yeah. at Audi Field.
1: Yep, I was there for that game. I remember yeah. that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a hot game.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Full full disclosure: my cousin was the center referee for that game. So. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, I had
0: a. I, I bet you I gave them something after some of the decisions in that game. Jeez.
1: Yeah, I tried I tried to uh, be as nice as possible.
0: <laughs> so, uh, no, that was yeah. um, that was an experience and a half, and I absolutely loved it. So, mm-hmm. uh, H-
1: had you been to RFK before, or
0: I hadn't. know, so it was yeah. the first time I'd been to the United States of all things as well. Okay, cool. Um, cool. Fam- family holiday. Um, they were all in Orlando. I was like you know what, I'm in the States, DC United are playing at home, I've got to go, yeah. so me and my wife took a internal flight and went to DC for a few days and went to the match. Cool,
1: awesome, well, uh, I'm, I'm sorry it wasn't the result that you would have wanted, but um, yeah. you did get to see Audi Field, which is yeah uh, a, a huge step up from RFK, which was, you know, it, the first time you go, you're a little like...
0: Uh, Is it a bit underwhelming? Of,
1: yeah, but then you, then it like, after you go several times, it starts to grow on you. And like, there are times where I've like missed it, <laughs> um, really? which doesn't make any I mean, sense because it, it, it's just it, like this barebone stadium and yeah. was built for, originally for baseball. The team that was supposed to be there, uh, the Washington Senators, left after a season. Then the football team came in.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, you know, it just—it's not built for soccer, but it has some character, so you kind of like it <laughs> anyway. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. when you've been there for such a long time, you you kind of start building a history up, and
1: yeah,
0: you do. You do. It's like um, I remember when I went to the old Wembley, um, mm-hmm. the history and the tradition behind that stadium, mm-hmm. and now they've got the new stadium, and it's all nice. It's beautiful. It's clean. It's tidy, but it just doesn't feel the same. Right yep and obviously i don't know what if rfk has that what's that i don't know whether that you get that same feeling with rfk to audi field
1: um yeah definitely like first off there's there are no bad seats at at audi field um there are definitely bad seats at rfk um in terms of cleanliness like the, the big issue for a lot of people is the, the stadium was actually in, in some ways crumbling.
0: Oh, um, like, oh, big, wow. like
1: like like con- concrete pieces were falling off. The paint was chipping away. Uh, mm-hmm. Concessions just were bad. Like what you would expect at like a high school sporting event or something as opposed to uh, a professional game. Oh, um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but beer was much cheaper. You could get yes. a big like 24 ounce Tecate for, uh, you know, five bucks before the game.
0: Right. Okay. Think,
1: like eight to 10 during the game. Whereas at Audi field, it's more like 13 or 14. So yeah, um, I know
0: yeah. I, I paid thirty. I mean, I'm used to obviously what we would call a pint. So I don't know how, what 24 ounces is. Yeah. Um, But um, what I got there and I paid $13 for a pint of Heineken.
1: Yeah.
0: And to me, Heineken over here in the UK is very common yeah and it's probably about two pound fifty three pounds so that's probably about five bucks to you guys whoa yeah is, is this in the stadium or On, uh, this is kind of just, just i mean generally it would probably cost about about two two pound fifty so about three to four bucks in a in a bar and
1: okay. then
0: in the stadiums it would be about four five pounds about six to eight dollars Okay, so still cheaper regardless. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. He, he's a quick question, on that I hadn't written down. But how yeah. much is how much is the season tickets for DC?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'll give you last year's. Last year was. Mm. Um, I had different seats. I was basically all the way at the top on the uh, uh, bench side. Yeah. Um, and or the team side whatever uh and right on the like halfway line uh and that was fourteen hundred dollars uh, for two for, for two tickets for two tickets uh,
0: all right okay I yeah kidding. um had a heart attack there.
1: yeah oh yeah i would not <laughs> have done that for those seats i would have like asked for something better wow. <laughs> so um i convinced my wife to allow me to upgrade Yep. to um the club seats which is you get there an hour and a half before the game you can go in it's uh included in the price of the ticket is all the food you want and all the the drinks you want oh, wow. um and so uh those are it basically doubled the price right maybe, maybe it's maybe closer to three thousand thirty two hundred ish yeah um for two tickets Okay. Um, And, you know, like I I did the calculation and I ended up was spending that much anyway. Yeah. Um, You know, two beers, two hot dogs, whatever. You can break down the price. Um, And then before the game, too, like if you go out and you're like, you know, you have a pizza or you have a burger or whatever, like it ends up being the same amount. Yeah. Um, So and then I'm a little bit closer. Um, Like I get easily distracted. So I'm sitting (laughs) – all the way up there and I was like getting distracted by other things around me and so yeah. I needed to be a little closer so I could like follow uh, stuff um, wow. yeah so that's how much tickets cost really? yeah yeah yeah
0: mind you saying that um, I don't actually no longer have a season ticket for any team over in the UK because where I live uh-huh. um, the team here uh, Cheltenham Town okay is the oh. closest team and they're Sitting near the bottom of League Two, so okay. the uh, the bottom tier of our fo- uh, professional football league, right. um, and a season ticket there, from what I remember, was about four hundred and fifty to five hundred pounds. Okay. Um, which is quite a lot uh, for the standard of football, because mm-hmm. when I compare it to the team Millsborough, right, uh, it was about the same, and that was when we were in the Premiership, okay. in the EPL, so when you compare the prices between those two sides it's kind of far too expensive so i wouldn't i know I wouldn't enjoy it as much
1: right right okay
0: so i unfortunately no longer go so when i i've been down in cheltenham so i'm if you probably i probably say you don't know where Middlesbrough is compared to where cheltenham town is um Okay. It's, I think it's like
1: I know Middlesbrough is up closer to Newcastle, but Cheltenham Town, I'm not familiar
0: with. So. It's in the southwest of England. so okay. It's about 230 mile difference. So, like DC to New York kind of distance. In, okay. Yeah. In, in kind of it. yeah. Um, so I can't really go to many Middlesbrough matches anymore. Because that would just be too long of a drive. Four four and a half hour drive each way. I just it's not worth it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. I've kind of lost my train of thought now. That's
1: alright.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> happens. It happens. Yeah, like it you're does. going, it you does. get these great
1: ideas, and you're like <laughs> talking about them, and then uh, just really lose you lose it. Just like, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's fine. We'll all cut right. this out. We'll cut this out. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I think uh, sort of kind of the next thing was on the on the agenda is about obviously the RSL game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, annoyingly, I didn't get to watch it live because I was you, rather ill. Okay. um but uh i caught the highlights up the next day
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and I was just and i saw on your podcast uh, twitter feed that you were actually at the game
1: yeah um like i said we have season tickets and so um i'm either going with my wife who yeah. just likes the fact she can go inside in a warm space um mm. <laughs> and yeah. like get you know, and it's good for me because I don't have to get up to go get a beer. She can just like go and, and get it for me, <laughs> which sounds super like not like like super gender rolled, but like my my wife is super happy to, with that. And she is like one hundred percent the main breadwinner. She's a physician, and like oh, she wow. like I will always I will never make as much money as she does. So yeah. <laughs> like yeah. So anyway, yeah. um, so we went to the game. Um, yeah, like there's something about this team this year you know you kind of saw glimmers of it at the end of the season yeah. uh last season right um, oh yeah it, and and they just come out there that i think the term is uh, we say swagger they have a little bit of swagger yes. with them there's really so too, much yeah. there's just so much confidence like it's like we're scoring with every single possession like oh, yeah. that's what they think in their head this isn't just like a general like we'll see what's going to happen yeah. With this possession, it just feels like that they're like super confident about when they move the ball forward uh, mm-hmm. uh, and that they're just going to do it. It's going to happen each time. And um, yeah, so just from the very beginning, you, you saw that and you had that feeling. Um, and I think I, we exchanged some like Twitter uh, comments back and forth that I thought, like, even without the two red cards from Rios Salt Lake, mm-hmm. that. D.C. still probably would have won that game 4-0. Um, yeah. it, and, I mean, they ended up winning 5-0, but I really felt like the the way the game was going was A, there would be more goals for D.C. United at yeah. 11-11. Um, yeah, they just didn't have... I just There just weren't any answers to what uh, D.C. was throwing forward. And then also the, the, the two or three things... Well, the one major thing that I always have questioned about D.C. from the time I had started, like, watching them much more closely uh, from 2014, 2015 on is their, like, center backs and their their defensive midfield play wasn't super strong. And so they were always getting beat or overrun in in the midfield. And the first three games of the season, that seems to be, you know, almost on par strength-wise with the, the front four, front five. Yeah.
0: Um I, I can say that cause Yeah, they so you yeah. to be harried on the ball or they've got they've got yeah. time on it.
1: Yeah, which, yeah, which is great. Exactly. So you have uh Knaus is playing phenomenally and then you have a backup for him Chris Durkin who it, when he comes in it's almost as if there's not any drop off in talent or or yeah. experience even though he's what is he 20 18 19 something like that he's think, still really
0: good. or 20 yeah he's yeah. so young. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah um and then burn and brilliant have had this like revolution in uh you know play i guess because the last two years three years for burn and then last season for for brilliant it just seemed as if there wasn't any connection between the yeah. two of them that one would go up the other one would really wouldn't know how to like balance that out um, one would step over, the other one really wouldn't balance that either so wh- whatever they did in the off season to, to figure the communication issue out, that seems to be working, Bill Hamid being back yeah. in is was one of the better things we could have done
0: um, yeah. I, I absolutely adore him, he is, yeah. he is one of my favourite players, absolutely and I think with the communication side of things, I think he's got a lot to do with that as well because he's yeah. loud.
1: He is yeah. loud. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really loud and, and aggressive. And, and, and the, the the reason why I point out the center back issue is because, in uh, the de- defensive issues, is, I think mm. 2015, 2016 was, we had a tendency to let goals in in the first five minutes of the game. Uh, yeah. It was almost every game that happened. And yeah. it was just like, all right, mentally, we're already down 1 0, like even before the game starts. Yeah. And then it, so many games we would come back from, and it like it didn't cause a problem in the 2015-2016 season because the teams offensively were so good. But then yeah. the 2017, late 2016-2017 season, and then the early part of last season, it, yeah. it was a problem. So
0: yeah, I mean, we, we didn't do very well over the those uh, seasons with the signings of uh, Saborio and uh, Espindola. They they weren't that great. Yeah, they—they, they, I don't think they could hit a bond dollar if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, and
1: Spindler was a bit of a—he's uh, a bit of a hothead. Uh, yeah. I think the term is nutter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yep. So he—he he just there would be games where he that once he was knocked off his like even kill, which could be relatively easily, mm. he just lost it and he couldn't play well at all. Uh, there was the game he pushed the referee and had to miss the first seven, eight games of the next season. Oh. Um, and then you'd see him yelling and, and sniping at uh, at his teammates, sniping at the other players. And, like, you know, just really kind of he was doing kind of chippy chippy things that just took away from him being able to play his game.
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I think we've got off on a tangent here. In order- we
0: <laughs> have, haven't we, a little bit. We've kind of gone from RSL to Espindola. It's like, how the hell has that happened? <laughs> um- That's all right.
1: Uh, but yeah, so the RSL game, I just, like I said, I, I don't, like, they're just, they were just so much better. And I thought that the whole team, um, uh, you know, you can, you can pick out Rooney or Acosta as players of the game. Of course, Rooney got his hat trick. Yep. Um, but there are so many other players who were doing so many things to create those opportunities. Uh, what is it? TT
0: Rodriguez. Yeah. Zach Gall. Yeah. Oh.
1: They actually, I think they tried it in the first half. Yeah. With Acosta being on the receiving end, and he just like whipped his his volley. So. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that was just. Remember just watching the highlights, and I just saw that, and I, just, I think I threw my phone down in just absolute <laughs> awe of how good that phone, that goal was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I tell you who impressed me, you know, who who's impressed me so far all season, is Hara. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean that that goal um, that he assisted for Rooney in the RSL game, where he's like almost at the penalty box and he's still closing down. Wins yeah. that ball back and gets that through ball to Rooney. Yeah, that was. Just, I was just like, "Wow!" This. Yeah. I, no, it reminds the style of play we've got at the moment. It reminds me of. It reminds Who's me of, It reminds. It reminds me of Liverpool. Okay. Yeah. The high. Definitely. The high pressing. The high press, Yeah. And I think it's they've probably have taken a few uh, notes out of their book and using it, and it is seen and it's seemed working really well.
1: Okay. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, I think. Um, like you said, the hot press. Uh, the fact that the wing backs are getting up. Uh, who is it? Uh, Hara and is it Mora on the other it, side, or is it Moreno?
0: Uh, Mora. You've got no, Moreno. Yeah. <laughs> I get those two guys
1: up.
0: I did. hear uh, one quick question. Yeah. Who's Christian Bale?
1: Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I made that mistake. <laughs> uh,
0: what position uh, does he play? Yeah.
1: yeah he's Batman. No. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah so uh i can't even remember why it, it came up but i, I made I got got I, I, them mixed up and then i caught myself and i was just like oh uh, no i chuckled so on bad. my
0: way to work when i was listening so that was like <laughs> that was brilliant yeah. yeah
1: you know um yeah they definitely are playing a lot like liverpool where they're, they're they have this like front uh four or five that just really do well exchanging positions and then you yeah. get this with with mm-hmm. play from their your wing backs um that's been like phenomenal for the first time i think even last season they were having issues with it uh fisher was i know people like him Yeah, i, I, d- I don't see it he's probably the one player who i don't understand why we've like put like why we've kept him I around
0: think, i think for me he's very good at going forward but mm-hmm. defensively he's very very shaky
1: yeah um definitely like that's his best attribute is getting forward. Uh, I know last season uh, my friend Dave and I. Um, he's the he's he, Dave is from Leicester. He just moved back to England. So,
0: oh right, okay, uh,
1: yeah. Um, big Leicester City fan, so he was really excited when they won in 2016, and has not uh, let me hear the end of it. So, I'm not
0: surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. That was something else. Oh
1: yeah, 100. percent But yeah. we we would remark about how he. Fisher would get up and he would be open, but mm. no one would play him the ball. Yeah. Like they would, they would just bypass him. They just wouldn't even give him the ball at all. Um, and it wouldn't. It wasn't just once or twice. It was five, six, seven, sometimes ten times in a game that it would happen. And so yeah. there just was something that that made us think that the team didn't have confidence in him uh, once he got the ball to be able to one beat the defender and then two get in a good cross. Yeah. Uh, so. That's been my – that was my, like, (laughs) take on him. Uh, But, yeah, but uh, Hara and and, um, uh, Mora have been phenomenal in that role in in getting up and and providing with and and service. You saw it with that goal, the second goal for Rooney against Real Salt Lake, and then you've just seen it all season. It's just been remarkable in that regard.
0: Yeah. Um, So – Moving on to the Orlando game this weekend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you reckon is going to happen in that one? I mean, the Orlando are on a bit of a high after last weekend, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they did go in and... Uh, was When was the goal? Was the goal towards the end of the game? It, I, don't
0: know. I think it was the 76th minute I've got it written down as. Okay. So yeah, it was they, a bit of a late one.
1: Yep, yeah, they snatched it three points at, at um, New York. Yeah. Um, I've actually been pretty surprised with Orlando and the fact that they haven't performed that well. I mean, they have uh, Kleshton, who's, in my opinion, one of the better midfield players in the league. He set a standard for for that. Um, You have um, Dom Dwyer, who they're like really been random in the way that they've played him. Uh, Sometimes he starts, sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he comes off the bench. Sometimes he doesn't even get into the game. Um, and he, again, he's been one of the more prolific strikers in the in the league over the past few seasons. Yeah. Uh, um. They have Nani now. I I don't know if that's going
0: to make a difference for them. Uh, it seems that from what I've seen so far, they keep playing them. I keep playing them as a striker at the moment, which it's not where he's meant to play. Yeah. I, he's always a winger, and and right. whether the Orlando system is, they like to have the two up top. I don't mm-hmm. know, but mm-hmm. if they want to get the best out of him, they're going to have to start playing him on the wing.
1: Yeah, one hundred. I definitely agree with that. And then um, I read through some of the things. Uh, I think something you, you posted, and then um, hmm. I listened to the the uh, the main DC United fan podcast uh, filibuster. Yeah. Um, and they just talked about how there's been a lot of kind of chaos and turmoil in in Orlando, and then. Was the last six months of the season, they had four wins, two of which were in the uh, U.S. Open Cup. Yeah. Uh, and two were one was like the last game of the season or second to last game of the season. Um, so they've just not
0: done well at all. No, not at all. I, my biggest fear, um, I, I watched the um, game that they had against uh, NYCFC and um, their robbed game. Mm -hmm. and they they're a very topsy-turvy team Mm -hmm. especially in just the one match because the first half they just didn't show up they Mm -hmm. went 2-0 down and then in the second half they just suddenly just appeared out of nowhere and actually brought it back to 2-2 and could have even won it okay was that
1: at home or on the road
0: that was at home okay I, i love how you guys say on the road instead of away (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's so
1: <brilliant. laughs>
0: yeah, um, but you genuinely are a lot a lot of the time on the road because you are going a long long way
1: yeah that's the other like we can talk about this at some other point too yeah. but um based on what i've read and what i've heard is that you know, like you said, they're a team that you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know how they're going to play. Yeah. They could play with five in the back. They could play with three in the back. They could play with the box in the midfield. They could play with three in the midfield. Yeah. Um, and they're more interested in, in stifling your chances than creating chances on their own. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's that what you just said there. Um, yeah, you, ju- you just is hard to predict because all we can do or what can Ben Olsen do is just play to it to our own strengths mm-hmm. and not actually worry about what Orlando are going to actually come out and do because you could send scouts to every single game and they'll come back with different answers. Yeah, if You're not, you're not going to get a good answer out of anything in terms of how you're going to predict how they're going to line up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Ben Olsen, all he can do is hope, is put his best team out and just hope that it is going to be the right tactics on the day. Um, I think I was writing earlier on when I did my match preview um, and when I've been tweeting about it today, is I think we've got to get their crowd quiet because they can be quite a loud crowd.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and if we can get them quietened down and actually play the way that we want to do in the first 20 minutes, I think we'll be absolutely fine in that game i think we'll probably end up like three or four nil maybe mm-hmm. I, yeah i think
1: i think three four nil is, is, isn't like uh you know far off possibility. it's, it's mm. it could it could be three four nil it could also be one zero yeah right it could be zero zero yeah, yeah. um and just based on like we said it's you don't know what orlando team you're going to get and yep. like you said you want to be able to control what you can control and that's your teams play in strategy and tactics. Yeah. And I think once they like, I just, I see it being a lot like I'm going to use the, the game again, the RSL game. Right. Yeah. Um, they're going to do the pressing that they're uh, they've been doing for the uh, first few games of the season. Yep. Uh, and I think because of the chaos within the team and maybe a lack of chemistry for Orlando, that's going to cause some problems for them at the back. And yeah, if you can get one in early, first 10, 15 minutes, then, you know, yeah. all bets are off for it being close. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. I I will be uh, watching that one on Sunday evening. I think it's for us um, in the UK. We, uh, the program starts on Sky Sports at half 11 in the evening. Oh, so wow. Gonna, okay. It's going to be a late one for me.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm just glad yeah. I've got time off now. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah Is it, um,
1: it's a Sunday game, right?
0: It is indeed, yeah. All right. Yeah, not, normally I'd be working the next day, um, but uh, I've I've got uh, back myself three weeks off. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah,
0: because uh, this time next week I will be in the air, coming over to your land. Okay. What are, where are you? Uh, where are you going? Uh, so we are landing in JFK. So we're actually staying in, D- in New York for a few days. Okay. And then we're coming over to uh, D.C. Uh, we're going to be actually at one of the matches. We're going to be at the Montreal Impact game.
1: Okay. That's the s- 8th or 9th, right? That
0: is the 9th of April. Okay. It's also my birthday, which is why we're going.
1: Awesome.
0: Well, happy uh, birthday
1: in advance. Um, thank you very much. We'll, uh, we'll be there as well. Um, so we'll have to keep in touch and then meet up before the game or, or post-game. Florida. Yeah. If not in those time periods and at some point while you're here in the city
0: absolutely i would love yep. to uh, catch up with a beer or something like that definitely yeah, sure. um and then yeah we're back to new york and then flying back home on the 13th of 3- april i think it is so we're out there for a few days which should be good cool awesome. um so yeah so i think we're, we're back onto the orlando game i think we're both in agreement that we're gonna win this this weekend
1: yeah definitely yeah. um I, I... Definitely see them walking away with three points. I'm, yeah. I'm more inclined to say that, but uh, like I said, Orlando is just so chaotic that it could be zero zero. <laughs> yeah. Like they oh, could yeah. somehow figure it out and like make it work, and then you know stymie every opportunity that DC gets.
0: Yeah, watch they still put eleven people on the uh, eleven plays on the line all game, won't they?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. well. I think we're coming coming up to a natural end aren't we yeah
1: definitely yeah
0: um did you want to plug your podcast or twitter or anything
1: yeah definitely um uh our podcast is uh, two idiots podcast soccer or soccer podcast sorry um social media is on twitter it's two idiots soccer on instagram it's two idiots soccer podcast um, yeah, we like to just have a good time and, and talk about the game. And usually, I bring a friend on. Uh, last few uh, times, I haven't just because they've been, uh, you know, busy weekends and couldn't uh, get anyone to join. Yep. Um, but nonetheless, it's you know we talk a lot about the same stuff we talked about today. We'll we'll try to cover D.C. United because most of us are, are local. Um, yep. And then. Uh, since I'm a Liverpool fan, I will try to cover Liverpool as long as it's not too heartbreaking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, hopefully you the... get, guys get a good end to the season because I hope you guys <laughs> actually win the league.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm like I was looking at the the tail end of the season and, and watching the game or checking the games that, that City has, and mm. uh, they definitely have a harder or much more difficult patch of, of games than than Liverpool does. So. Yep. At some point, they're going to drop points or lose a game. I just hope it's in the league and not in the Champions League. So we'll see Fingers from there. Crossed.
0: Fingers <laughs> crossed for you guys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there we go. We've awesome. come to an end. Um, <laughs> thank, thank you so much. That was actually really cool. I enjoyed yeah. that.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Uh, yeah. No worries. And then um, let me know when you get into D.C. and then we'll uh, uh, we'll grab a beer or something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll drop you a message on Twitter. Perfect. All right, cool. Cheers, David.
1: Cheers, YouTube. Thank you.
0: Bye now. So I just want to thank my guests today for coming on, and I hope you have enjoyed listening to this podcast as I have enjoyed recording it. Um, I just want to say, as I said earlier in the podcast, I'm going to be in the USA as of next Thursday, um, so getting a chance to record the podcast will be a bit tricky, but I will try my best. Um, So hopefully I will get something out to you. Um, If you're going to be at the DC game on the 9th of April, uh, like I said, do come and say hello. Drop me a DM on Twitter if you're going to be there. I will be at the Screaming Eagles tailgate before the game. And until next time, vamos United!